Welcome to the Liberty Block. This is Elliot Axelman. I'm doing a podcast today for one specific reason. There's breaking news story, almost like a crap-hitting-the-fan type of story, maybe, about federal government attacking New Hampshire. Federal agents from apparently the IRS, FBI, maybe the Treasury Department, Secret Service, have raided multiple locations across New Hampshire from Keene to Manchester to Portsmouth, apparently, according to reports. And they apparently, before they did this raid, have secured grand jury indictments, meaning formal uh, federal charges, against six suspects. And according to the Department of Justice's uh, document that we link in the article, all of the crimes are nonviolent in nature, meaning they're not really crimes. Meaning, if you kidnap or murder someone because of those crimes, you are the criminal. The crimes are wire fraud, conspiracy to commit wire fraud, um, something about the, the exchange of currency. Let me see if we can find it here in the indictment. Yeah, money laundering. Yeah. Again, these are all BS charges that just mean that they used you know, a kind of currency or a kind of money that we don't support. We all knew for years, for 5, 10, 20 years, I've been saying the federal government does not like that we use cryptocurrency because we're all losing faith in their federal government disgusting fiat, Federal Reserve note dollar system that's plummeting in value every day, and they're printing trillions more every few months. So people are using cryptocurrencies and alternative currencies and goldbacks more every day. So... We all kind of knew that it was inevitable that they would raid, uh, punish people who use cryptocurrencies, starting with the biggest and loudest, most vocal voices, like some of the people who were arrested this morning were hosts of a pretty big radio show called Free Talk Live, which is on 185 radio stations around the country. They syndicate the program. And it's a podcast and a video and all that. And they're very vocal supporters of freedom meaning they are opponents of government, because government is the opposite of freedom. And they're also very big fans of cryptocurrency. They, they use cryptocurrency. I think they're involved in a few stores. So the people who are arrested are involved in a few stores that, I guess, accept cryptocurrency or maybe exchange cryptocurrency for, for federal reserve notes. They also, so they raided the house of some of these people in Keene, their store that they were involved in, apparently, called the Mighty Moose Mart, which I guess is a store in Keene. They reportedly raided uh, Murphy's Taproom and Diner in Manchester on Elm Street. And according to reports, they took his Bitcoin ATM machine, which is just a vetting machine for Federal Reserve notes, for dollars. Takes crypto, takes Bitcoin, and it gives you dollars. That machine's been there forever, I think. So the feds knew about it. Clearly it was legal, but now they're saying money laundering, conspiracy to commit wire fraud. So they also apparently paid a visit to the couple in Portsmouth who's involved in AnyPay and the Bitcoin shop, I believe. I heard that no arrests or confiscations or theft was committed in that attack on Portsmouth. But right now it's all preliminary. The raid is still ongoing as of like 2 p.m. The federal agents, IRS, FBI, were still in inside of some of the properties in Keene there for, for hours, like 5, 10 hours already. So we suspect that they're taking a whole lot of property. And again, we've written a lot about civil asset forfeiture. We're working on some books. 
we've written about civil asset forfeiture works. There's great practice where, where law enforcement, especially federal law enforcement, but they can you know extend that privilege to state and local cops because they make the rules. Civil asset forfeiture is this great law that allows federal police to take any property they want to confiscate property. Just take it, steal it. As long as they say that in the past, present, or future, it could theoretically be used, involved in a crime. So if you ever committed a crime in your house, if they suspect, not convict, not even charged yet, not even formal charges, if they even suspect, any cop suspects that in your house, in the past, or present, or in the future, you might commit a crime in your house, then they can take your house. They've done this. We, we've linked to a lot of these stories where a young boy, like many young boys do, a teenager, sold some cannabis to a friend in the basement of his house. It, he didn't own the house. He was a teenager. His grandma owned the house. He lived with his grandma. And years later, the federal government said, well, selling cannabis is a crime. It committed in the house. The house was involved because it did commit, you know, it did happen in the house. So they seized the house. So this grandma now is homeless, right? So that's what the government does. It makes grandma homeless because her teenage son, years ago, might have sold some cannabis, allegedly. Again, not even convicted yet, just suspected of a crime. So civil asset forfeiture is, is just incredible. The fact that anyone can know about civil asset forfeiture and still support the existence of government, it means that people are playing some real serious mental gymnastics or they're, they're sociopaths or psych psychopaths. Seemingly, they use civil asset forfeiture to confiscate the LRN network servers. The Liberty Radio Network hosts not just the Free Talk Live program, but it hosts a lot of other pro-liberty radio shows and podcasts, including the Liberty Block. It's a big website where it's a, a conglomeration, of, it's a collection of a lot of pro-liberty, pro-freedom podcasts and shows. And apparently that server, it's, it's always like 24-7 broadcasting, I think. And apparently that's offline because the government took the servers. They might be taking all their computers too. They can, again, without conviction, no due process, they can take all the property they want. So six of these individuals have been charged with a crime now. They haven't been convicted. And it's funny, the Department of Justice uh, indictment press release says they haven't been convicted yet and only suspected. They're innocent until proven guilty. But you already punished them because you already took all their property and put them behind bars. Okay. Anyway, interesting. Let me see if there's anything else in this article that we need to uh, tell you about for now. Oh, yes. So a bunch of the uh, you know private watchdog groups like uh, YouTube creators who try to record police to hold them accountable and to report on what they're doing a bunch of them have been on the scene they still are on the scene as of this moment i believe in keen and one of them said i was watching the stream for a little bit one of them said that there's a, a bear cat a bear cat is like a massive swat tank it's like a big tank with with wheels rather than treads but it's essentially a humongous military tank that was on the scene but what's funny is that the fbi in the in the FBI statement that they gave to another news source, they said there's there's no uh, danger, no violence. It's nonviolent crimes, you know, money crimes. There's there's no suspected uh, danger to anyone on the scene. These criminals, these uh, suspects, don't even present the danger. They're not violent. So they admit they're not violent, yet they brought in a bear cat and who knows how many SWAT or federal agents with who knows how many guns. Very interesting. I'll leave you with this point. People... You know, this is a big deal. So when my news talks about this, we'll hear, you know, the right, the left, the middle, we'll hear anarchists. We'll hear everyone talk about it from their own angle, right? Which is fine. A lot of people, well, everyone besides for the voluntarists, like you and me, a lot of people will discuss it in terms of the strict legal definitions of, well, 
they have indictments, a grand jury, will they be convicted, will they have a plea bargain, and all the legal jargon and all that crap, and the, the legal process, right? Well, they can convict them, they can't convict them according to the laws. The laws don't matter. The government is a gang. They are a gang. They're a violent mob. They're like the mafia, but worse. They can do whatever they want. If they want to make an example of Ian Freeman, because he's been a phenomenal liberty activist, he's been vocal with cryptocurrency, he's vocal with police accountability and recording government officials, which pisses them off. He's been vocal running a radio show for who knows how many years that broadcasts to millions of people around the whole United States. If they want to make an example of him, they can. It doesn't matter if they can get charges to stick or this or that or plea bargain. They will find a way, even if they can't convict him in court, which they can because they own the courts, because the government owns the courts, right? The judge works for the government, prosecutor works for the government, defense attorney works for the government, unless they're privately hired. The uh, jury is essentially picked by the government. Both lawyers get input, but they're essentially, you know, part of the system. So police, prosecutors, judges, they're all part of the same system. They all work for the government. They work against us, right? So it's a conflict of interest inherently. If they want to put someone behind bars for 100 years, they can do it. Look at Ross Ulbricht, the last massive raid. And I'm, I'm going to start calling this the uh, Silk Road 2.0 raid because maybe it's not quite as big. The Silk Road, the brief history from what I understand was Ross Ulbricht, a young guy who was a tech entrepreneur, he understood uh, cryptocurrencies, used crypto to make a totally free market website called the Silk Road. It was a website where people can engage in total free market. And in a total free market, people are free to sell whatever they want. I'm sure plenty sold drugs. I'm sure plenty sold other stuff that might be illicit. That's fine. I don't do drugs, so I didn't buy any drugs from it. But if I wanted to buy something privately, I would I might have used it. But anyway, um, the feds got really angry because it was a free market and they used cryptocurrencies and they wanted to cut they wanted to cut from the money but they also wanted to make an example of anyone who works outside of the federal government system and has a total free market because they don't like a real free market so anyway they got him and they put him in prison for i believe a double life sentence without pr any chance of parole plus 40 years meaning even if there's no chance of him getting out but even if like someone said later that they'll do a good behavior 50 percent sentence type thing um the sentence is like 500 years. So even if you cut it in half, still it'll be 250 years, which is a life sentence. So that's why they did, I believe, in my opinion, why they gave him like a super duper, ultra, double, triple life sentence, plus 40 years with zero chance of parole or early release ever. Just to make sure that even in 150 years, if other people are in place, other judges, you know, other uh, politicians, there's like no way to pardon him. Maybe a presidential pardon, maybe, but they gave him a, the biggest sentence ever in human history for prison, I believe, in history of humanity. For the crime of creating a free market website where people can buy and sell, like eBay, but it's more private. That's all. That's his crime. Nonviolent crime. First time offender. Right? So if they want to make an example of Ian Freeman or any of the others indicted, they can put him in jail for a 100 billion year sentence, 28 trillion years. They could do it. The government. No, but sentencing guidelines and the laws and blah, blah. The U.S. Code says sentencing guidelines for money laundering is a maximum of 25 years. It doesn't matter. They can do whatever they want. They are the government. Might makes right. Force is all that matters. Violence is all that matters. And right now they have the monopoly on violence. They can do whatever they want. They can say anyone who ever owned one billionth of one Bitcoin is going to jail for life. They can do it. No, but Ali, that's not legal. It's the government. What they say becomes the law. That's what people need to understand. I've argued this a lot. And I know there are great lawyers listening. We have lawyers in our team. They can argue. That's fine. It doesn't matter to me. Because the government can and will do what it wants. And we can't work within their legal system because they, play, they make the rules. If you're fighting against the referee and trying to defeat them on the rules when they can make it rules whenever they want, you're not going to win. So that's that's the point I want to leave you with. It's all that war. I mean, that, that's the bottom line. Federal government 
in every government, but especially the federal government, is that war with freedom. The more, you know, if you're a good citizen and you're a good slave, put on the mask, be a good slave, pay your taxes, bow down to the government, follow all the laws, bow down to them, kiss their ring, then you'll be okay. They may not bother you. But if you disobey, if you cause any trouble, if you are not a good citizen, if you talk about freedom, like we do with the publication, like Ian does and Free Talk Live does, if you start trying to educate others about their natural human rights, you all have a right to breathe, a right to property, a right to uh, seek happiness, a right to buy and sell, a right to defend ourselves. We have certain natural rights, free speech. If you talk about those things, they're going to come after you. Now, it's interesting that this federal raid was federal agents. You know, the local police in Keene or maybe the uh, Cheshire County Sheriff maybe helped secure the perimeter or helped do traffic control, but this is really a federal raid. If we would have seceded, like I advised years ago, if we would be an independent state, the federal government probably could not get in here, right? We'd be an independent state. The federal government doesn't very often raid places in Canada, right? Because they don't care, they don't have jurisdiction, it would really be an international crime. New Hampshire, as we're seeing, I'm proven right more every day, New Hampshire has to declare independence. I know it sounds radical, but we need to declare independence from the federal union. The union is now run by people like Biden and his puppet masters, Kamala Harris, Liz Warren, Pelosi, Schumer, the courts, people like Comey, people like the Clintons. These are the people running the federal union. And it's never going to get better. I just wrote an entire book about how it's never going to get better. It's only going to get worse. New Hampshire, if it doesn't want federal government agents with guns to raid other homes, like my home and your home, the only thing we can do is declare state independence. It sounds radical, but plenty of states have seceded. There were like 50 countries 100 years ago, and now there are 190. So clearly states are splitting, splitting up. We all have a right to self-governance, to independence, state, and eventually down to individuals. What's ironic is that another bill that I registered to testify in favor of, and again, I don't think we're to win legislatively. There are a billion bad bills, a million good bills. You know, if we passed every single good bill and killed every bad bill, we could start making some progress, but that's not going to happen. So legislatively, it's really almost negligible. Uh, but if there's a phenomenally impactful bill, either very good or very bad, I will try to testify and either kill the bill or support the bill if it's good or bad. But I don't think we're going to win legislatively. Again, it's in their arena. If you come to the Axel House, you're not going to beat me at my own game. Come on, we're, we're in their court. They make the rules. Legislation is literally government stuff, right? It's government rules, government laws. We're not going to beat them. But still, there was a good bill today, Senate Bill 154, I believe. That I just testified on, it would essentially make it prevent state and local police in New Hampshire from enforcing federal gun laws if they were made by executive order. Now, Senator Bob Gaida has an amendment to make that apply to nullifying not just federal executive orders on gun control, but also federal legislation passed by Congress. Remember, like a hundred years ago, I know it's ancient history, back when the legislative branch of government would pass legislation. In fact, rumor has it that's why it's called a legislative branch, because they made legislation. That was back 100 years ago before the death of the legislature, before every uh, executive ruled by executive order, like dictators like Biden and Sununu. But yeah, le legislators used to craft legislation, and they called it a legislature. It's very interesting. Wow, Ooh, interesting. I'm learning some history. So Gaida's amendment, if the committee recommends passing the amendment, and the House passes, or the Senate and the House pass the amended version of the bill, 
it would nullify, it would prevent local law enforcement, state and local, from helping federal agents in enforcing gun laws for executive orders and or for federal legislation. That's phenomenal. The one thing I said in my testimony is that uh, it's, it's awesome. I agree with all the supporters, but let's start using less constitutional arguments because constitution is whatever the government interprets it to mean. And let's really rely on the stronger argument, which is natural human rights, because those can't really be reinterpreted by the government because they're natural rights. They're inside of me. I also said that, that it's not really good enough. It's good, but it's not strong enough to stop our local and state police from helping the federal agents. Our state and local police, if they took their oaths seriously and did their job and respected natural human rights and property rights, they would stop the federal agents. If ATF agents came in and said they're seizing all the guns from New Hampshire, police should stand up and stop them and arrest them because they are committing a crime. They're violating numerous laws, violating property rights. So I mentioned that. No senator responded to me, but, but we'll mention that in the article we write later about Senate Bill 154. So it's a good bill. Go ahead and message your senators. Call and email them and tell them to please support Senate Bill 154. And we'll try to write an article about that and keep you posted. But it's interesting. I went right from this discussion because I'm talking to a few groups of chat rooms about what's going on with the Keem, the raids on the cryptocurrency users. I went right from that to a, a bill about, you know, essentially nullifying federal law. Because, again, all that matters is that we declare independence. That is the issue of all issues. All the issues are big. They're phenomenally big issues, and they support them all. But, but nothing matters if we can't declare independence in the next few months or years from the federal union. So check out libertyblock.com. We're going to have an article about this and others. We just published this article. We're going to have an article soon about 154 as well. And thank you for all you do. And I'll see you guys next time.